Okay, the new deal that I was excited about and that I've been exploring since last week has hit a potential snag, and I learned a lot figuring this out. Um, so when you're going to buy a company for, say, four or five million dollars, you got to get that money from somewhere. Okay, the most common lenders are the SBA, like here in the U.S. So the company that I was looking at is used to be two different companies that have merged together. One of those companies was based in the U.S. and one was based in the U.K. And the U.S. company acquired the U.K. company, and I'm acquiring the newly merged one entity, all based in the U.S. Pretty sweet. It turns out that a lender like the SBA will not, like they basically, they lend against the three-year historical cash flows of the business. So they won't take into consideration the historicals for what was this UK-based business. So basically in the eyes of the SBA, it's gonna look like a business that was not worth 4 million and then all of a sudden became worth 4 million one day, but that there's no kind of his history of the business operating at that higher level. Um, so it's been interesting. This, this is the second time I've had an acquisition thwarted by way of the company being based abroad. So I tried to acquire a company from New Zealand and this one, you know, UK via the US merger. And there's so many roadblocks there. It, it made me wonder, like, who is out there saying, I'm willing to fund deals where you're acquiring an international company into the US? Um, I, I, don't, I don't know how big of a market that would be, but, um, because so many businesses that are changing hands are software and internet based. It doesn't matter if it's from Germany or the UK or New Zealand, like the New Zealand company that I was trying to buy is just an internet. I mean, it's just a dot com. So it's completely arbitrary and totally pointless that I can't get financing to acquire that website as opposed to one that's technically based in the US. So the idea that came out of all this is I'm frustrated that I can't get financing for these kind of unique international businesses. And I, I wonder if there's a way to figure that out. So the deal structure that I want to continue to pursue, which um, emerged around this deal that I've been exploring is a 10, 10, 80 breakdown where 10% of the purchase price is equity contributed by the new owner, me or me and my partner or whatever. 10% of the purchase price is financed by the seller and 80% is financed by the SBA. So figuring out the SBA has been tricky. Um, I've talked to two banks this week, or I don't know if they're technically banks or what. Uh, one is called Live Oak and one is called Multifunding. And basically what they do is they put the whole deal together with you and guide you through the whole thing and then they run it through the SBA. So they're like SBA preferred lenders or something like that. And so that's great because they're incentivized to answer every question I have, et cetera. And that's how I found out that the historicals for the formerly UK based portion of this business I wanted to buy would not be um, necessarily uh, lendable um, by the SBA. Now, incidentally, one 
SBA Lending Bank said that they don't think that's the case, that they actually might be able to look at the historical. So we'll see. It's not completely dead in the water. Um, and what else did I want to update on this week? Oh, um, Rock Returns plugs along. Um, our partnership, it's an informal partnership with Loop, is getting better and better and deeper. And I have more people advocating for us at Loop all the way up to their kind of C level now. And um, they have put us on with a prospective client who's also a prospective client for them. And it could be the first Rock Returns client that fully proof point for us because Loop. Okay, the thing cut off recording in the middle of a sentence there, but the I was updating that Rock Returns, we may have our first client through a proper partnership with Loop, and um, that would be kind of a potentially big turning point for the business. Um, the last update is around Twitter, and I just don't know what to write on Twitter right now. And so that's been frustrating because I had a couple months where I was just like blowing up Twitter and it went really well. And now I'm just like, oh crap, I don't have anything else to say. And I know that that's not true. You know, I know that that's just some resistance that I'm facing. I'm not putting in enough work into it. And um, if I don't have something original to say, I should just go converse with people on Twitter or, you know, repackage other people's ideas and things like that. Um, but for what it's worth, I'm just kind of like stuck on my businessy like Twitter publishing front at the moment and we'll keep plugging away on it. I do journal and write every single morning for at least an hour or two. And so I feel like that's not going anywhere and will hopefully sort of re-energize my writing, uh, micro writing career um, soon.